Hey folks, welcome back to Trek to the Holodeck Strike Edition. This is Jan. This is John. And this is Mark. We're all now sounding like uh, mid-1990s radio hosts. We're coming to you live from Los Angeles, sunny Los Angeles, California, right on Hollywood Boulevard. This also isn't live at all because we're recording it three days early. Mark, you're ruining the 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 Immersion. magic. Oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> I'm boing, boing, boing. I guess you could also say that we're not on Hollywood Boulevard, even though we have recorded right on off of Hollywood, Hollywood Boulevard. Boulevard. That's true. I live off of Santa Monica, so Coming to you live yeah. from Melrose and Normandy and Santa Monica and Oxford. Yeah, Oxford. <laughs> that famous, Oxford that famous Second. Los Angeles street. Oxford. Oxford. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, wow. It has been uh, a minute because of the strike, which is yeah, amazing. It's uh, never going to end. I, I think not. You know, but they're pushing back these movie releases, which I think is a signal of like, Oh, you wanna, you wanna, you wanna go? You wanna dance? This will go. Fuck asses! <laughs> I'm so mad. I'm. Uh, Apparently, well, they hired a, a PR team because for the studios, because the CEOs are just so unhinged that they were like, "We need somebody to just stop them from talking because they are doing such a terrible job." Yeah. Well, and they're yeah. using their they're using their. Um, like deadline and their publications to like release these this it's basically just studio propaganda yeah and that's what they do everything they release gets refuted it's like <laughs> no that's not what happened every no. single thing it's like the studio is like the it's like oh well the writers the writers are are talking about coming back to the table and the writers are like no we immediately responded to your proposal and said it was shit and it's like, oh well, okay, sure. That I guess that's what happened. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, you, guys, you can't like gaslight girl boss your way out of this one, guys. right? It's not possible. Ugh. Um, and it makes me really sad that they're willing to just like completely torpedo all of the, all of the work that has been done to bring movies back, right? Yeah. Like, if you had said to the average person or the non-average person, like, you know, the two biggest hits of the summer in 2023 are going to be the one about the sad guy who made the bomb and the one about <laughs> Barbie. And they're literally going to account for close to two bill, two billion, two billion dollars. Right. The movies have to be back at this point. They have to be back. And then you got so many great movies supposed to be coming out at the end of the year. Uh, and they're like, no, we're just going to torpedo the industry because we don't want to pay January, people 0.8% more. Yeah. In January, when we are in a complete uh, entertainment desert, the people in middle America who are like, why do these people want millions of dollars? Why do these millionaires want money? These actors, they're going to be like, where's our entertainment? And it's like, you I guys weren't paying, anything. You weren't paying fucking attention. It's very unfortunate. Get off your tractors. I don't know. Hey, there's some nice farmers out there. I was just okay. Kidding. Let's not let's yeah, not talk on, on the, I was, the middle it was of a America joke. farmers. It was, it was a joke. Were we coastal elites or something? Where we live <laughs> on the coast? Huh? 
Huh? I mean, I am I am a coastal elite, but not a coastal elitist. You know, uh, I, I, there's oh, a wow, difference. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. Yeah. Eighty okay. percent of our household's income comes from Hollywood. In fact, right now, a hundred percent of our household income comes from uh, Hollywood. Hollywood, so. baby. Hollywood. 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 <laughs> uh, so, in, obviously, in lieu of the strike, we were reading comic books, baby. Mm-hmm. Uh, what comic book did we read today? Well, last time we did the first issue of the Lower Decks comic book series written by Ryan North. And uh, we're doing the the second of three. So this one is called... Hold on, I forgot the name of it, it's actually. It's All in a Sea of Wonders Part 2. Oh, they're just all oh. called All in a Sea of Wonders. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's just I, part two of the... I gotcha. was getting very lost because I thought that there was a separate name for them. But on the gotcha. Hoopla thing, it just shows the cover without a title yeah so i was like "Ooh, interesting art and i didn't think it was like the separation (laughs) no yeah totally comics are weird in a sense like sometimes their digital publication is just the the series versus like the individual issues yeah issues it it Uh, was so this was a good it was good it was definitely the middle part of a three-part thing Mm -hmm. Um, yeah like for sure uh, I enjoyed it, but yeah, it definitely was part two. It makes you want to go to immediately. Yeah, to just finish one. it. It made me want to finish it for sure. So grab your drackery. Your drackery. Your drackery. Or your strawberry daiquiri. Your, or your strawberry drackery. Daiquiri. Daiquiri. Take a little sippy sippy. <laughs> uh, and then put it down. Because you've already had a sip of it. O- offer it to your extremely similar but culturally 15,000 year behind buddy. <laughs> um, and then ask him, hey, uh, do you want to listen to something that's like really cool? And he responds with, mm-hmm. maybe. And then force earphones into his ears mm-hmm. and say to him, you're going to come with me. On my trip to the holiday. Believe these simulations to be this real. Much of it is real, sir. I disengage the safety protocols. Not that even a holographic bullet can kill. It's all a holographic simulation. Please enter program. I was thinking of something a little more intimate. Program complete. You may enter. Uh, that was weird. Mm-hmm. Memory Alpha. That was a weird one. <laughs> that was a very weird one. They're always very strange. It was yeah, a little um, like invasive. Very invasive, yes. Very invasive. Super invasive. Super invasive. (laughs) So this came out, this issue came out October 12th, 2022. Hold on, I'm trying to see, I'm trying to see Dylan make this, like, finagle this thing to make it work. Oh, oh. Oh. I got it. It's like MacGyver. Like MacGyver. Look at that. So people should know. I don't know how the quality is going to end up in the end, but if if Dylan sounds crisp, that's really cool. If he sounds a little different, it's because 
somebody currently has his microphone. So he's using his <laughs> iPhone 13 mini. Mini. As, to, as his mic. As, uh-huh. a, as a reminder, two weeks ago, um, we recorded live for on Hollywood Howard, Boulevard. On Hollywood Boulevard, Boulevard. Uh-huh. Uh, in sunny Los Angeles, California. For our tabletop RPG uh, game. Yes. Um, but we all had to take our mics in. Um, Dylan took his mic in, but he had to leave early uh, and has never recovered his mic since then. He hasn't seen his, uh, brother, his brother since then. So I have seen my brother since then, twice, in fact, and i just forgotten to take it from him. Oh, that okay. one's on me, guys. That one's on me. My so he's recording on his phone. Apologies. So. Yes. Uh, which iPhone mics have historically been like stupidly good for what they are. It may be so. better than his regular mic. Who knows? I guess we'll see. Jan just like slight eyed us. Like, no. No, no, it's fine. Uh, <laughs> anyways, he's got it balanced on his, not mounted. The phone is balanced on this little sliver on his microphone stand. It's, yeah. it's pretty sweet. I'm a fan right now. Yeah, we're, we're like eight minutes in and he's already tired of holding it. So now it's balanced. It's, I don't know if you guys have ever held a mic for that long, but it's, not great. Yeah. yeah. It's not great. Okay. Well, you were saying, uh, when was this comic released? Yeah. October 12th, 2022. It was written again by Ryan North. The artists were Chris Finoglio, who did the interior and the cover, the, the primary cover art. Derek Charm made the secondary cover art. I guess those are called like the, you know, the one that's like on, on the first open page. Yeah, cover page. Oh, gotcha. And then Philip Murphy did the retail incentive cover, which I think is one that like comes in <clears throat> the plastic, you know, to, to get people to buy it. Sure. Comics, comics are a weird business, right? It's like very it's very odd. It's only the way that it is because of like 70 years of just like attempts at making them successful mm-hmm. and all these little weird marketing tricks and things that there's like, sure. I don't know how, why aren't these selling? Put a retail incentive cover, put a put Bravo it, put another cover. one on there. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, they're made to be collected, right? It's made, it's a, it's a medium that's made to be like, I think now. of, yeah, I yeah. think of like somebody who has like, Oh, in my collection, and they like rifle through their filing cabinet full of comics. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, like in the fifties, it was you buy it for a nickel and you read it and you throw it away. But now it's like, People oh, all these them. different covers and in the plastic and all that kind of thing. All of it. The yeah, keeping them clean, keeping them clean. I used to have a comic book collection, and I recently gave it away, and now I'm kind of feeling sad about it. <laughs> There you go. They were just all my comic books for when I was a kid. Sure. So, what, what kind of comics were you into? Big Spider-Man. I love, I was a big Spider-Man nut. Yeah. Uh, so I just collected a bunch of Spider-Man comic books. Um, I read some some weirder stuff. I can't remember what specifically. I got into Batman for a little bit. I don't know. I just kind of hopped around to a few superheroes, but mainly Spider-Man. Uh and a few other like graphic novels that I would pop into every now and then, but only really in like high school and college, it kind of stopped. This is the first comic I've read in a long time, probably. Do you read part really? one too, or just the second part? 
I just hopped into the second part. <laughs> Dylan style. Your cl- yeah, classic style. Dylan. Classic. Um, I do have all the Miles Morales like initial uh like books. Oh, that which initial run. Yeah. Was it Tom Hennessy Coates who who wrote that run? That was Brian Somebody, Bendis. Brian Bendis. He's a, yeah, he's the guy who did all the uh, Ultimate Spider-Man stuff. Oh, Tahanesi Coates yeah. did uh, did Black Panther that rerun of. Anyways. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Anyway, this is very choppy, and I apologize. <clears throat> so we should do the roundabout. The runabout. The runabouts. Let's do it. We'll do uh, thirty. We'll do twenty seconds each. Okay. We'll we'll start with Dylan because it's always funny when Dylan does it. We'll start. Oh, okay. Okay. Um. All right. Then Then me. Yeah. Cool. Okay. I'm trying to remember where it starts at. Yeah, you can have the hoopla open well, on the screen. They're in the bunk room. They're in the bunk room. I could. Yeah, okay, that's what I thought. I was just, I yeah. thought maybe that I, okay. So uh, our gang is in the bunk room and they're, they're chatting. They're like, hey, maybe we should go. We, we created a sentient Dracula. Maybe we should go fix that. And they're like, eh, whatever. Uh, and then somebody's like, hey, Mariner, you got to come do all this shit. You got to work. And they're like, yeah, you go work while we do all the fun stuff. And she's like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm like, no, no, that's cool. You go work. So she... So she's doing all the work and they and uh, so she finally finishes her work and she goes to the holodeck and they're all just hanging out with Dracula and Dracula's super chill. They're drinking Dracarys and it's like when you take away his bloodlust, he turns out to be like a super cool mentor to Boimler and Boimler has a cape and then down on the planet you have uh, the captain and Shax. The captain and Shax and Tiana are basically tied up to stakes and about to be burned alive by this culture that they thought was <laughs> advanced. And it turns out that there are two continents on the planet, one with super un- non-advanced, but you know, equally evolved people, uh-huh. and then super advanced. And then they're like, no, we're going to blow up the Cerritos because you fuck things up. <laughs> Nobody bangs. There's no banging. So that... that- uh, species that other species is the high tech one on the planet. Yeah, the and they're like there. they're the yeah. same species, yeah. but they're just culturally different. It would be as if like so, the, uh, okay, uh, okay. O- the old world and the new world. I'm using quotes here because that's actually a very colonialist framing for it. Yes, but, you know, uh, would never have encountered each other, and also assuming that the old, the new quote unquote new world. This is a horrible way to describe it. Uh, had never like advanced technologically. Again, that is a very gotcha. oversimplified and possibly offensive way to, to put it. But. So what you missed in part one, Dylan, was that uh. they a ship came and made first contact with the the advanced one on a different uh. part of the planet. And then when they came, they beamed down and it was like uh, they were in the that. middle of this like Bronze Age, trials. like yeah, Bronze Age <laughs> people, and they were like, "What the hell?" And that was what how it was explained. Was it was incredible? Like, oh. Yeah, I love them digging themselves just even deeper holes with the whole witch stuff. Yeah, it's such a good bit, uh, especially with the line that uh, what's James says about, um, uh, "We can just forget all this," and they're like, 
Oh, you're going to forget everything, you goddamn witch. Yeah, well, it's like they're going to wipe our memories. I wonder if that's what the other species does whenever they do have an encounter. What other species, the other culture does they when they have memories. an encounter. They, like, they, yeah, they flashy thing them from Men in Black. Just, and so maybe that's why culturally they, they're like, yeah, sometimes like there are witches who come and they make you lose your memories. Like maybe that's, I'm wondering <laughs> if that's going to come into play in the third part. Uh, I also love oh that there was God. like... A person, uh, one of them, one of the villagers realizes that they're a furry in, in it. Did you notice? That? Yeah, that was, yes. my, that was my yeah. favorite one. He was like, Maybe we should all like do the get that yeah. spell ironically. So, like, uh, just for fun, do it like as a joke. And, like, we did <laughs> it, wakened something in us that we didn't realize we had. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah, did you notice, great. Dylan? By the way, I know you're probably in a rush reading this. That at the bottom of most <laughs> of the pages, there's that like extra blur. What was that? So, that's a what that's was a, that? I read one of them, yeah. But, so that's a signature of the artist. We're doing this again. Sorry, you're getting the spiel because yeah. I I read these comics, not these comics, but this guy's comics in high school, and he still does them. But they're called Dino Comics. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. And uh-huh. the the conceit of Dino Comics is that it's the same six panels every issue, and he just has uh-huh. different dialogue. And when you mouse over it, alt text has a joke on it that is basically the way that the uh-huh. jokes are written at the bottom of these pages. And then there's another one what? that's hidden in the source code of the page too. So yeah, if you in, in, that is inspect insane. it. Yeah. Did you find Dino Comics? Dino Com- I'm I'm looking for him. Um uh, it's called Dinosaur. Dinosaur Comics. Dinosaur Comics. It's called that's Dinosaur the one. Comics. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Gotcha. So yeah if you look at the the, <laughs> the panel and you mouse over it the mm-hmm. alt text will have another joke in there. <laughs> but he basically fourth walls every, yeah. everything. Oh yeah. my God, this is rad. So it's worth it. I mean, if you go back and read it, it's worth it to read the text that he puts at the bottom of every mm-hmm. page or almost every page. This um, must be so cool for you, Jan. It's to awesome. To read this like as a teenager or as a younger person and get to now read Star Trek written by this guy. I know. I'm so happy for him because a lot of the dino comics, he would make Star Trek references and jokes. Now oh my he's God. like a full out writer. Like What comics. a dream. That's mm-hmm. so awesome. He wrote on Scroll Girl too. Scroll Girl? What? Scroll Girl. I like hearing Squirrel that. Girl. Squirrel I like hearing girl. say Squirrel Girl. I thought you said scroll, scroll girl. Especially girl. with a mouth. Well, <laughs> scroll girl. I, scrolls are a thing, aren't they? No, squirrel girl. She's, she's gotcha. the girl who's a squirrel. That's her I know, Marvel I know power. squirrel girl. Yeah. Uh, on so, there, squirrel girl. It's funny. Um, are you originally a French speaker, Jan? Uh, I grew up like bilingual, like naturally. Like my, my dad is the, English native speaker. My mother is French native speaker. And they were both learned each other's languages. But I grew up speaking both. The, the hardest word, because um, I, when I um, lived overseas, the, the hardest word that French speakers, for native French speakers to say in English is the word squirrel. And that's, squirrel. that's the squirrel. hardest word for English speakers to learn in French and to pronounce in French is the word squirrel Ecure. in French. Um, yeah. And so, but hearing a French speaker say the word squirrel, squirrel, <laughs> and it's like, yes. they're like, it, you, they're like, squirrel. I, squirrel. And it's so, it's so funny. We, I, they always get them to say that. 
The, yeah, because the the U in French, like you're still gonna pronounce, you're gonna do a squid, what sort of sound yeah, with it. Squid, yeah. What's the the French word for squirrel? Écureuil. 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 Yeah, right. it. It, like nailed it. So hard for English speakers to say the the French <laughs> word for Because there's like that weird U sound and then the R that's you know a yeah, distinctive. Yeah. And écureuil. the two L's and the yeah. Écureuil. Yeah. Got I had it. never thought about that. Thanks for putting that out, Mark. Yep. Yeah. I, I do sometimes feel like I have a, a superpower because I can pronounce February properly because I, I, I pronounce the R. <laughs> Most English speakers are just like February. I'm like, February. No, February. February. So February. what you're saying, Jan, is you say it weird. I say it weird. <laughs> you say it yes. like a weirdo. Got it. You say okay. it like I say it like a, like a real weirdo. weirdo. A real weirdo. February. I met a couple other people who say February, and they're like, you February. Say "February as well." Like, uh, yeah, just like Northerners, there's Northerners, Northerners often pronounce that. Like people from the Northeast say it like that, February. which isn't surprising because there's that there's that French Canadian crossover in the Northeast. Mm-hmm. That sounds bl- wrong, February, but it's correct. The R is uh, there. I don't know if it's correct. I, do I know think that it's the R wrong. Is there. Look, this language is forty percent Norman invasion French. So, <laughs> okay. So you're saying this language is basically 50-50, 50% French? It's 40% French, 40% Germanic, and 10% every, all this other colonized language that we've inter- like incorporated into it. Damn. Like American Sounds like, English. Where does yeah. the word lit come from? Uh, it's f- whenever like, you do something really like cool. This yeah, comic, like this comic this was lit. lit. Like, this yeah. <laughs> That comes from the internet. I, I the assume internet. it's like literature. Like this comic is literature. That's what it is. Because the youth like literature so much. Yes. The, oh, yes. They can't they get enough of it. They love reading. They they that's why they're always reading. on their phones. They're like on Kindle reading yeah, classic literature. Yeah. Uh, do they have like internet lingo classes in college now? Probably. Where like you learn the history of uh, internet lingo? Uh, that's, that's a great question. University... Uh, hold on. Uh, because it is a language, whole other language. It is. Essentially. A whole Internet. other language, even. It's probably yeah. a linguistics class because it's it's a cool way to study how language works. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I just want to know if I can learn all the internet words, you know? There I mean, are, there's definitely, there's there an are int- there's, AAVE classes. Yeah. But are we at the point like has the, has we had enough internet? I think so. There's three I decades so. of internet. Yeah, <clears throat> I think language of the internet linguistics. There's definitely a Wikipedia page for it. Incredible. There's got to be like a a maybe not an official class, but some sort of um, okay elective. So the Swarthmore College has an internet linguistics syllabus. Oh. I'm seeing online. Uh, the City University of New York has a syllabus for internet linguistics. What? So, yeah. Rutgers you, has one. A lot of to, these Northeastern places. You'd have to study like how internet language, the internet language is formed. Like not just like, oh, here's a spell, here's a dictionary. It'd be like, oh, the formation well, yeah. of the. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That is fascinating. I would actually love to take that class. Linguistics are, is a really cool. So I took a, a, I had a great linguistics class 
uh, mm-hmm. in, in the South, in uh, University of Georgia. Uh, the the head of it was doing this longitude. He was like continuing research that started in the twenties. So what they did in the twenties is they recorded all these people across the entire country mm-hmm. and just like had conversations with them. You know, they had like a long script, but they just like had a long long conversations with them. Recorded all this stuff, mm-hmm. and then they transcribed all of it. And they did this in the twenties, right? So think of like how sure. long this took. Jesus Christ. But they had this amazing treasure trove, this giant like book of all these transcripts, like several books actually. And that has now all been digitized. Um, and you could like regionally pinpoint certain words that like only existed some places like, Oh, this area of Alabama or Mississippi, mm-hmm. they use this word to mean this. That's so and crazy. It's, it's amazing. And then like they continued, they like, you know, they re, interviewed people or mm-hmm. their family members down the line through like now they're still yeah. doing it. And, uh, but like one of my every there, there was a project for the class and it was, you know, how like find an angle on how to use this data in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. And I did it with a, a Faulkner book. I did it with as I lay dying. Mm-hmm. And what I did is I looked for words and as I lay dying, it stood out to me. Uh, actually, no, I did it the other way. I found the area because it all takes place in, uh, I think it's called Puxatawney County, if I remember mm-hmm. correctly. Um, a fake, the fake place <laughs> in As I Lay Dying, which is a Mississippi County that, uh, William Faulkner invented. But I, I've, I found the region that it was supposed to represent in the linguistics book. Mm-hmm. And I pulled out all these words that were specific to that region that didn't occur to other, in other places from the study. And then I searched the transcript of the book as I lay dying to see if there were instances of it. And there were. Uh, so it's like just Whoa. finding, so really cool. But the, these words are now extinct because ever since the, the invention of broadcast, basically, yeah. our language has homogenized and sure. has become yeah. less interesting. Uh, but like there's all these cool words and those, it's like almost like Damn. a time capsule. Yeah, uh, that's anyway. it. Kind of makes me sad, especially with the internet. Oh, totally. It becomes just narrower and narrower and narrower. Uh, but then, like, within, the same. you're right. Yeah. But on the flip side of that, these subcultures uh, emerge on the internet. Yeah. Where yeah the internet's like you could go, really where all this, the weird words are now. Yeah. Like, you go to different subreddits and people have different lingo for things. It's and you're fucking just like, weird. What is going yeah. on here? What, yeah. what, what is happening? What are you people talking about? <laughs> yeah. I just thought I was getting into a new hobby, but you are all very into it. And. <laughs> You are saying things that I have never heard of before. Right. Oh, my God. Wonderful. It is surprising that these cultures, oh, maybe it's because they're using a universal translator. I was trying to bring it back to this issue of Lower Decks. Nailed it. Good but, luck. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're all speaking uh, the same language, but they're not because they are using universal translator. Never mind. I love how Mariner does all her chores, her ship chores, super fast. And there's like, the, the there's that one panel of the guy with the glasses on. That yes, it like zooms in on his, his glasses. What does he Stevens. say? Yeah, nothing better. Nothing better. Hey, uh, that's me. I just love realigning RCS thrusters. No other reason, says Mariner. Hey, I get it. That click they make when they <laughs> snap into alignment. Nothing, nothing better. better. <laughs> That guy is a very classically engineer coded. 
Like yeah. that's what an engine, like I'm not just saying in Star Trek, I'm talking about like real life engineers who have those like big <laughs> gold rim glasses. glasses. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, oh my just, God. just love that, putting stuff together. That click. Ooh. Yeah. So I mean, I, that's kind of like why I like building my own computers. Cause I you like you click the RAM in, you know, you little click. Little pieces. Little it is click. pretty fun. Samuel's yeah. dad is like that. Yeah. Well, cause he was straight up an engineer, right? Like yeah, a, he was. Yeah. 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 I mean, once an engineer, always an engineer. He's still an engineer. I mean, and you approach all your problems like an engineer too. Cause my dad's a computer engineer. Well, now he's a consultant, but like everything that my dad does is very like systems oriented. Just that's how he thinks of, that's how he looks at the world. Engineers, I blow my mind. I don't know how they, their brains work. It's wonderful. That, that's the thing is like, my dad was in sales. And so everything mm-hmm. is like, not that way. My dad is right. all vibes. It, it is. And my dad is like, all he vibes. is, he just like hangs out and like wines and dines and like does all that kind of stuff. And, and yeah. so he's like the least analytical person I know. <laughs> and so people whose dads are like all the time, I'm like, I don't yeah. get that. My dad is like, Hey, let's party. Like, let's just vibes. have a good time. <laughs> yes. Well, like they're, oh. they're different powers, right? Like my right. dad can't really analyze I mean, he would try to analyze, like he approaches conversations and social situations probably in a little bit more of that. Sure. Analytical way. Analytical way. Yeah. Uh, And like you can get there obviously, but, and I'm, I'm overgeneralizing, but like, uh, uh, and I love my dad. Uh, But yeah, it's just a different approach to things. Whereas like going off of your gut and just like that sort of, you build an intuition when you just have that many social interactions as a salesperson. Some would say it's a a Kirk Spock situation. Oh, well done, Dylan. Shooting from the hip, just all vibes guy. (laughs) All vibes. And then you got Spock, who's just all analytical engineer brain. Yeah, (laughs) true. Uh, It's kind of like how Rutherford approaches like social situations. He's yes. like, how, yeah, how do I like engineer this into, mm-hmm. yeah. Absolutely. A mariner. <laughs> um, him, Dracula being able to um, make his own tapestries and oh my God. putting himself in like every historical situation. Um, probably my favorite part of this, of this. Uh, <laughs> yes, um, absolutely. Him, him being Jimi Hendrix, um, Playing the national <laughs> playing the national yes. anthem at Woodstock. Oh, that's what that was. I was trying to figure that one yeah. out. Him <laughs> being Kirk in the Tribbles with the Tribbles. Um, yes, and just like good. him being with the Borg, like just like in every situation, I just absolutely loved it. I love that he's trying to suck the Borg's blood, and the <laughs> Borg looks freaked out about it. <laughs> We're like, he's already on the moon for the moon landing. Yeah, he's at the moon he's landing. Not hel- wearing a helmet because I guess he doesn't need to. <laughs> he's at first contact. He get he's the baby of Mariner and Warmer, which I guess is technically true. I guess technically right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, oh he's a big old dork. Uh, yeah, I guess we can touch a little bit on the holodeck stuff, but we should come on the other side, talk oh, about it some more. Yeah, sorry. Uh, but I do love that he just like, you know what they do? They Dungeons and Dragons this where, mm. you know, like as a DM, you create monsters or encounters and you're like, they're going to have to fight this vampire. And like a Dungeons and Dragons group will do everything in their power to, to not just fight, to not fight and just <laughs> befriend the bad guy. <laughs> 
That's yes. That's absolutely. what happened here. They're like, you know what? He's pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hang out with him for a while. It's yeah. awesome. <laughs> That's totally what happens here. Like, well, we replicated some blood and just chilled. <laughs> yeah, it's a mix. <laughs> it's like, what, what kind of blood is it? And, 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 and it's, a mix. It's, it, it's a mix. With extra <laughs> anticoagulants. <laughs> exactly. So it's mm-hmm. nice and watery. Well, maybe that was the mistake. You know, maybe he's used to he like he'd want the the coagulants a little bit, thicken it up. He likes, well, he, as we know by the end of the episode, he likes real blood. He likes real blood, and it's it real. sets up the next one. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah, that's while the, thing, the that's... parallel action of the the on the planet, they're gonna the the species is gonna try to blow up the Cerritos. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Well, Mark. no, that's why it did feel just like. It did feel like part two of three parts. It, yeah. Both of them were cliffhangers. It ended on cliffhangers, and it it started where the other episode, uh, the other um, comic left off, and so it just felt like a middle part of a three part series. And so, yeah. Um, it I didn't enjoy it as much as I enjoyed the first one, uh, right. but I still thought it was good. It just made me want to keep reading into part three. Yeah. It was really a second act just getting us from one to two or one to three. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you want to jump into the archives? Do you have anything Let's else to, to yeah. add? No, I oh, I, I will, I'll shout out um, the, oh my God, what is the name of this species at Darmok in Jalad that the captain is from? Kaelon. Tamarian. He's a Tamarian. Okay. No, uh, let's cut a, cut that cap out. Please. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. So the Tamarian uh, lieutenant junior grade, when they get attacked, photons from the surface, and he says, "Uzani, his fist closed, sir." I just like. I think there should somebody <laughs> should create a database on Memory Alpha if oh. they haven't already of all the phrases that Tamarians say. The phrases he, are incredible. I love him in the show because he is constantly saying those phrases and the universal translator usually gets them usually like translates them out. And then um, like sometimes like Boimler will say something to him and it will, he'll say it to him in the language and he'll like get mm-hmm. offended or like he'll, he'll like, like <laughs> wink at him or something. And I, I love it. I love that. They like uh-huh. kind of weave them into the, into the scripts. I, I think it's mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Alrighty. Accessing Starfleet Archives. Simulating. You may now enter the holodeck. <sighs> Sorry, that's not an emotional expression. Are you okay? I, yeah, you... I'm totally fine. I Why was just you... breathing outwards. Oh, okay, I see. What are you waving around, Bert? What do you mean? What are, you can't? You don't have eyeballs? I do have eyeballs. Why are you waving that thing around? It's like, was it a blanket? It's a cape. I got, just check these, check these boobs out. I found a, a bunch of them in the holodeck. They got these high collars. Pretty cool. I'm they sorry, didn't disappear when you brought them yeah. off the holodeck? No, I, I don't know why. They just, they were fine. Uh, well, you know, sometimes you can set the settings to replicate you actual clothes. So in case you want to do like a quick... A quick little, you know, yeah. Holodeck to the bridge situation. You can I still know that, be wearing it. Because it's way cheaper to manufacture clothes that way. For me, uh, I used to do the sweatshop method, but 
Yeah. Now I found I don't actually have to hire people. I can just use the holodeck replicator. I think we literally had that conversation and you said it was you you were trying to justify it that people want hand woven. And but you I know mean, they, you can you, use you, any replicator. It doesn't have to be a holodeck's replicator. All replicators can make clothes. Yeah, but like the thing is is people think that holodeck 3 is still my sweatshop. So they need to see me coming out of that holodeck with clothes. This is something this is a trade secret you guys can't tell anyone, but they my garments are not handmade, even though I say that they are. Uh because all the all the kids that I had working in the sweatshop grew up and then they learned their rights and there was like a whole unionizing situation. I just had to get rid of all of them. You know, well, you what could, do you mean when you had to get rid of them? I just had to get rid of them. The kids? You're being yes. so vague on that. Did you though, airlock very... them or something? What do you mean you got rid of them? I just got rid of. I just got rid of them. I don't know why you guys are assuming something. There were like three hundred of those kids. No, yeah, I just got. I I got rid of them. I don't. Is that you, weird? Yes, you're being super cagey. What? Do you, why are you saying got I'm rid of them? I'm not being like cagey. That? I just got rid of them. They're not. They don't work there anymore. But where are they now? I don't know. They they just. I got rid of them. Did you just you drop know, them like, off they don't, somewhere or. I can neither confirm or deny where they are. You wow! So you 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 basically there's something that they used to do in 21st century Earth where they would uh-huh. like they would take uh, unhoused people and they would just mm-hmm. ship them to a different city and drop them off mm. from the bus from the bus mm. and then just be like don't know what happened to them. That's is interesting. This, is this what you're describing? I, well, I've definitely never heard of that before. I've never read anything about that. We'll replace the um, bus with like a shuttlecraft. Does this is it still? No, I to, see. I understand or what like you're a saying. Captain's yacht I, or something. Yeah, I'm just saying I've never read about that or implemented it in any uh, uh, way. Or you know, form. you can you can in the holodeck you can make mm-hmm. holographic children to make these clothes. You don't have to use real children. Well, I, as I said, uh, I got rid of them, so I don't use real children anymore right. to make the garments. And and McCall, you have to keep in mind, like, whenever you create something in a holodeck, there is a it chance. It could become sentient. Sentient, you know, and then it's the same problem, yeah. but in a different, you know, color. Yeah, exactly. But then you just delete them. Okay, but you can't delete them once they become sentient, legally. I mean, you can get rid of them. Like, you know that, right, McCall? I do know. Why keep saying get rid of them? You can't just get rid of things. If it's a hologram, you just delete the hologram. It's just a program. It's a computer program. It's not alive. It's, but once it becomes People alive. People are alive. You can't just get rid of things. Okay. Is well, this, are you going to start doing your thing where, like, if something isn't flesh and blood, then the profits do not care? Because, like, I've yeah, heard it before, and it's just super yes, weird when you get into true. it. It's not true, though. It's not yeah. true. Like, the profits care about data. Everyone. They care the about do not ca- the data. Literally has an off switch. The profits do not care about data. But the um. profits. So, are you telling me the profits don't care about every everything? Right, everything, everything that exists in the universe. I don't understand the question. I'm just trying to. You just got rid of like a bunch of kids. I don't understand. This isn't about me. This isn't about the children that were working in my shop. This is about your prophets, your your gods. They're See, the all problem, of our prophets. Well, except uh, except for data, debate. apparently, and the doctor, and any other non class. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, those are those are machines. Yeah. Okay, but what about like the founders? Do the prophets like the founders? N- no, they're piles of goo. Oh, but th- that is so offensive to shapeshifters. Yeah. We're not here debating my religion. You're just trying to d- to subterfuge and get away from the fact that you got rid of a bunch of children to make your capes. I'm not quite sure why you keep using the phrase "got rid of." It's you, were, you were you, you were using that phrase, Bert. I'm that sorry to say. That was your phrase. I don't actually remember. I I have no recollection of this. The, when oh my you god! Guys computer playback log. Playback log. Computer. Yeah, I just got rid of them. Okay. See, you see? Okay. Did you hear that? I don't know where that came. You guys could have. Uh, computer, computer. What what time code is that from? Oh, 1700 hours, 21 minutes, 13 seconds. Voiced by Pert Lewis, Lieutenant Commander, USS Cerritos. It's not real. I don't believe. I, I, Are you really uh, trying to gaslight us right now? No, he said it's not real. I trust him. Thank you. Did you just fall for the gaslighting? What are you talking about? It's Starfleet. This is Starfleet. This he is what we do. It must be a computer malfunction. Let me It must check. be a computer malfunction. I never said that I got rid of those children okay can i get one of those capes at least yes of course uh which one would you like a handcrafted one or a replicated one wait who handcrafted the cape uh i can't divulge that information i'll take a handcrafted one fine okay great 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 there you go this is is nice it's pretty nice right yeah, this feels, this feels like handcrafted. It's, it's nice. Yeah. You see those little stitches in there? Yeah. They're really hard, like adult small hands. Small hands. It's very I hard to like get in there. small hands would have made this one. Pert, do you have one that, like, whooshes three times as much as a regular cape? Because I think I want one that would whoosh three times uh, as much. You are in luck, my friend. Uh, give me one sec. I'm going to... I got three... We call them the big wishers. Wait, what, what's uh, in that closet? This one right here? That you're rummaging in. I'm hearing, oh. like, the sounds of hands. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse you. Sorry. Uh, Steven, you're going to get out of the way, buddy. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Sorry, what was that? What did you, you Did you... Did you make a micro... Did you shrink the size of the factor of all these kids? Did you make them into a small... What is that called? A, like a negative space hole or something? Like, you... Huh? I don't know what you're talking about. Did you bend space such that you could have a sweatshop in a shoebox in the closet and then you just grow the size of the capes you you un you so, unhoney shrunk the kids the capes i mean if you really want to know honey i it, shrunk the capes you really honey i shrunk the capes them i i did honey i shrunk the capes so okay to be completely transparent with you guys when i said i got rid of the kids uh i shrunk them you downsize uh, them. I downsize them. They now fit in a shoebox, and they make capes this that are about three inches tall. And then I make them huge. You use that anomaly. Use that anomaly. Yeah. Yes. You're yes. I the use the anomaly, anomaly to make them big. Yeah. Did yeah. oh, honestly, Pert, that's really clever. They probably Thank only you. have to give them one piece of fruit a day because they could just eat at it. Like Honestly, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to the captain and see if you can get promoted. This is, this is brilliant. Thank That's you. commander yeah, I, thinking, right yeah. there. Thank you. Yeah, I, it is. It saves me a lot on food. I'd really just throw a couple pieces of fruit in there, and they, 
they all just like run ants. towards it. Like and, ants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I see them. I see them suckling on this orange slice down here. Just like all. <laughs> That's so smart. It's crazy. They're like, just like a little ant farm, like a little, little ant factory there. You're you're a genius, bro. <laughs> Uh, I might start selling uh, little. You shouldn't do that. Sw- I think that's where we have to draw the line. No, maybe, maybe don't do that. <laughs> I think we're done. Shoot me with a phaser, please. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> There is an anomaly on D Space Nine that shrinks people. Yeah, it makes a little <laughs> tiny runabout. It's, it's the the episode's called One Little Ship. Yeah. It's it's when they were running out of ideas. Oh my god. <laughs> but then uh who who did that movie? Was it a was it a Noah Bombach movie, Downsizing? Where Downsizing. Ever- no, that yeah. was a uh, uh, Alexander Payne movie. Alexander Payne. Okay. Matt Damon. Yeah. It was Matt Damon, yeah. wasn't it? Because yeah. people were like, it was such a great idea, but the movie was terrible. I kind of never I, saw it. Yeah, I kind of liked the movie. I thought it was kind of fun. Hong Chao was in it too, isn't she? And, yeah. Yeah. Yep, and Rolf. Rolf Lonsgaard. Great name. Really great name. Laura Dern okay. in that movie? <laughs> Uh, she had cameo in the movie, I think. Maybe, yeah. Uh, Wigs in it. Kristen, Kristen Wig. Kristen Wig. Christoph yeah. Waltz. Waltz. Waltz and Jason Sudeikis. 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 Pre lasso Sudeikis. Pre lasso Sudeikis. Man, he really came out of his divorce on top. You know, getting lasso and just becoming. Just lassoing. Oh, somebody was saying yeah. recently, it was a test that it's like actually he didn't. What? Come it's like what? he's the bad guy? It's like, I don't know. He got cheated on by Did he? I don't actually know the whole situation. <clears throat> yeah, none that. of us really do, right? Do we? No, we never will. Wait, like the character Ted Lasso or or Jason no. Sudeikis? <laughs> Jason Sudeikis. Jason Sudeikis the person. Oh, okay. I don't know. I don't know. I think his publicists are definitely better. And she was caught holding hands with Harry Styles before any of the I mean, Harry Styles is a hot I mean, piece of ass. Going from Jason Sudeikis to Harry Styles, it depends if you're into young guys or if you're into daddies. If to me, that's a downgrade. Yeah, Harry Styles is. I mean, I'm I'm obviously not the demographic for it, but I mean, looks like a, I like, get the bad vibe like of that guy. Bag. It- <laughs> Because of all the tattoos and the <laughs> yeah. like, the orange. Oh my god, that is an amazing. And he looks, and he's like a square. He looks I don't know. Like a, I think like a box. He looks like a fun weekend. You know, he seems yeah. like uh, he a fun little. Yeah, but homewrecker. Sudeikis, you go home to daddy with Sudeikis. That's well, yeah. He's he's a he's a keeper. Yeah, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's a Mary fuck kill situation. It, it Harry's really is. absolutely right. a fuck. A fuck. Sudeikis yeah. is a Mary. Is Mary. Who do we have to kill? And then you that? kill Zayn Malik because he broke up One Direction by leaving it. Oh, I just you just kill him in general. I don't know. I'm Wait, just... did he? That's what happened. He left it and broke it all up. Yeah, yeah. But I think he was getting harassed because he was the only non like non white person in the British group. people oh, are no. racist. That's yeah. British people are so racist. It's crazy. <laughs> it's like, it's British like people are so really racist that they're bad. racist. They're racist against white people. Like it's like oh, you're ginger. 
Like you're not white, you're ginger. You know, that's how they're racist like British people racist. are. Like, yeah, Jesus like, Christ. Yeah. They're like 50s, they're like uh, 1930s American racists where it was like, you're anybody Irish? non-white, it's Fuck like, a, like <laughs> whites only, no Irish, no Italians. It's like, <laughs> yeah, that <kind> yeah. Of thing. <laughs> yeah that's, that's the kind of racist British yeah. people are. All nondescript white people. Right. I mean, just <laughs> mutts only. I mean, I have quite a bit of British Irish genetic heritage, but it is, you, come on, people. You're, you're the least attractive Europeans. The easily. most inbred. The Europeans. most inbred, least attractive it's Europeans. So bad. You, and your food is the worst as well. Uh, you got lucky because you lived on an island, so it was hard to conquer you. And then to get anywhere, you had to have boats. And it just happened to be that that's also the best way to project power. So you just got lucky, but you ruined the world. Take that. You um, are you saying that beans on toast isn't delicious? How dare you? Look... I'm just saying that if that is if that is the if that is the signature of your cuisine. What about fish and chips, baby? I do love fish and chips. Which fish is only good if you just douse in malt liquor, malt vinegar, which I like, by the way. Like I do like no fish and chips. Tartar sauce. Yeah, just like tons of malt vinegar. I want fish and chips now. F and C's. F and C's. All right, let's rate this hollow boy, this holodeck <laughs> episode. I These like that. It's just a picnic. It's a picnic by Dracula's castle. Dracula's castle. A little Dracula. I like that too. A little Dracula. Uh, yeah, it's a really cute dialogue. And uh, when she goes, when she goes, are y'all drinking blood too? And Rutherford goes, no, these are strawberry daiquiris. I love that. I thought that was yeah. Funny. It's very cute. And then when, when call when, them Dracaries. Yeah, exactly. Calling him Dracaries <laughs> is fantastic. Also, when he when Dracula turns into a bat, Rutherford's like, like, I love that he keeps the cave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he always has the funnest little uh little like chimes. Yeah. The joie de vie. Yeah. Yes. The It's the, a mix. The author really does a good job in keeping everyone everyone's voice all the characters voices um uh and so i really i thought it was really great and so yeah there's no catch here mariner oh and i love that she's invented the federation do over like you get one mulligan yes <laughs> you get one mulligan <laughs> It's like, that explains it. Yeah, everybody does get a mulligan. Worf, Worf kills a Duras. All right, that's your, you get a, you that's get a your mulligan. mulligan. Yeah. <laughs> Dax goes on a vengeance quest with a bunch of Klingons. A bunch of old Klingons. You that, get a mulligan. That's your mulligan. Uh, uh, what's Bashir's mulligan? He's gen- genetically uh, enhanced. Being genic- genetically enhanced. Just by being alive. That's his yep. mulligan. Yep. <laughs> Okay. Your Mulligan is being alive. Congratulations. O'Brien is constantly getting the reverse of that. He's yeah. constantly he, getting a reverse Mulligan. He's put a lot. He's like, uh, his Mulligans are adding up. He's like, yeah. he's, he's stocking Mulligans. I think it's because like, you know, just forgetting Keiko, he, he yeah. has to pay for like how awesome Keiko is. <laughs> Cisco, Hiroshima to planet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's kind of a big mulligan. I don't know about that. 
he also like accidentally, I guess like they wreck on it, but it's like becomes Jesus for an entire culture. Yeah. Accidentally (laughs) becomes Jesus. (laughs) Uh, He brings the Romulans into the war. That kind of undoes a lot of stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I feel like Cisco gets a lot of mulligans if I'm being perfectly honest. Yeah. He's a wild card, baby. I love Cisco. I think has become my favorite captain. Uh, Cisco is the greatest captain of all. He's the jazziest. He's the vibiest. I would. I would say uh, he likes baseball. We know that's the real reason. Yeah, you like that he loves baseball. That's why he's your favorite. No, I like honestly. What did it for me is seeing that video of um, blanking on Avery Brooks. Avery Brooks playing the playing jazz piano while he's while he's doing an interview. Yeah, while well, he's doing an interview, just like <laughs> clearly not giving a fuck about the interview. It's like that, not that. It's incredible. All right, dialogue. Dialogue. I'm gonna give it a five. I think it's very clever. I'm gonna say a four point five. Four five. That mark. was that was me. Four five. Same as Romance. I didn't really get any romance from it. No. Just friendship. There's no romance in there, I would he, say. He was very... I love that he put himself in all the different historical situations, including mm-hmm. the, the family portrait of of um, Mariner and Boimler, and he's the little baby. Um, That's true. And so like him like shoehorning himself into all those historical things, first contact, the moon landing, all those kinds of things. So... Um, just like his desire to be a part of history. Um, so I'll say a 0.5 for that. Uh, zero for me. Zero from zero from Dylan, 0.5 from Mark. I'm going to give it a one because of like the friendship, strong friendship vibes. Hangs sure. on a picnic cloth. I like that. Fair enough. <clears throat> Action. Just that he turns into a bat. It's really not a lot of action. Yeah, it's not a whole lot of action. I at give all. it a 0.5 for a bat and the and the the whoosh of the <laughs> the, the cloud. I'm gonna 0.5 say for bat action. 0.5 for bat action. Okay, that's a quintero, a, a tenth of a quinteros. A, a quinteros. Oh no, I said zero. Oh, you said zero, Mark. Oh. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Suspense. I'm not feeling the tension, but I'm it does feel sure. like another shoe needs to drop, right? Um, he, there was a little bit of suspense at the end when he got his taste of real blood and was like, right. oh shit, this is way better yeah. than, than fake blood. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I love that the panel, the, the commentary thing at the bottom of that page is like, this is definitely not Chekhov's blood. Like that's being like this little puddle of <laughs> right. blood. Like, oh no, <laughs> it actually is. So I'm going to say two. Two. I'll give it a two as well, just for the blood, the check. I'm gonna go with the two. Ah, so well, you guys are smart. Camp. I mean, it is very campy. It's. I mean, it's a five for camp. Picnic with Dracula. Yeah, Yeah, it's hard not to be. Yeah. And he still says the the vons. The vons. The vons. And he goes blah blah all the time. Yeah. <laughs> uh stakes stakes are still seem low because we don't think this Dracula is gonna get off the holodeck and start sucking right. blood. I think everywhere. the stakes do ramp up at the end though. They do. A little bit. Yeah, I'll say three point five. If look, if there's not literal stakes in the sl- in the third issue. Hey. Cause look, it's Good a one. Dracula. We have to give it a five. You okay. We got it, yeah. 
So three five, you said, Dylan. Yeah. Mark. Also three five. I give it a three. Cool. Computer, what's our final score? Calculating. Two point six four. It's pretty run of the mill. Okay. It's pretty good. Yeah, I think it feels right. You know, the amount of stuff that happened in there, not a ton. This is definitely the connective tissue transitional episode. Yep. This is. I would I would agree. I would agree greatly. Awesome. Well, this was great. Uh you know what? If if you like this, you know what you should do? Oh, what, what what should what should our listeners do? What should they yeah. do, Jan? They should, they should subscribe to this podcast if they aren't already. And if they are already subscribed, then they should recommend it to a friend or family member who they think might enjoy it. Oh, oh okay. You know what else they should do? Well, what else should, should they do, Jan? Yeah? They should check the link in the description for our Discord where we have conversations about this episode okay. and all uh-huh. other aspects of Trek. Wow, that sounds awesome. Should they do something? What else should they do? They should check us out on Instagram. Uh-huh. Okay. It's pretty much the only social media and network. X. Which and is not a porn site. It's actually... Are form- we on Twitter? Formerly Twitter. We are I refuse... I'm... <clears throat> We're done. Sorry. We're done. I'm going to old man this. I'm going to refuse to call it X. It's just Twitter. Right? X. It's It's Twitter. Mark, can you blue sky track to the holodeck? Can you- uh, yeah, I have a code. I have a code. And if anybody, if any of our listeners want a code, join our Discord and ask me for it. I think I have four codes. What's that a I can code? Give out. What are we blue talking sky about is, here? Blue sky is currently invite only. Um, what is blue sky? Blue sky is a social networking site that is essentially Twitter, um, but it's for people who don't want to. Um, Give to Elon. Okay. Is it, what do we got here? Who's it owned by? Give me all the deets. I don't know. <laughs> um, but it's a lot of people are migrating to it, and it's also not owned by Meta. It's not owned by Zuck. Um, Love that. So, but it's, Jack Dor- it, Jack Dorsey's on the board. So yeah, it's, you know, Twitter two point Yeah, it's Twitter two point but it's it's not. Um, it's, yeah, okay. it's basically Twitter, but it's you still currently to join. You have to be invited on. Um, and then once you're on, after a little while, they give you codes to be able to invite other people on. Um, okay. And so, but You're it's trying the to same. Facebook it. It's the same as Twitter. You have a, 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 a limit on whatever and then blah, 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 blah. So, but. You have a limit? Like a. Limit on characters and stuff, but you, oh, post, oh, I, you can I post pictures and videos and uh, people like Sean Farrick are on there and um, I'm on there. Samuel's on there. Um, Make the so, switch, baby. Yeah. yeah. And so I'll, I'll, I'll um, start up Trek to the Holodex Blue Sky. And then, um, like I said, I think I have three or four codes. If you want, reach out to me we on sh- Discord and I can give you a code. Um, yeah. Or we can make a channel for Blue Sky on our Discord. Yeah. And people can like share mm, invite codes idea. and stuff there. Yeah, as we as yeah. we get them. That yeah. sounds great. I will say that ever since I got off of Twitter when Elon just really, really lost it, and also concurrently when Reddit started charging a ludicrous amount for their API, so I did, couldn't have the app on my phone anymore. 
my life has done nothing but improve. <laughs> hey, I, I would agree yeah. with that. Yeah. While those things are fun, I was wasting a lot of time. Like, a lot of time. Uh, that being said, for community, Twitter slash Blue Sky or whatever is really special. So sure. if oh, somebody yeah. can recapture that, then that would be pretty great. Okay, what else? Thank you, Verona Blue, for doing the computer voice. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Midwest Collective, for letting us use the track Body Line by the artist. No, sorry. Shit. The, the intro and outro music is provided by Body Line. That, you know, That's I tried to do it in a different structure and it yeah. just didn't you work. You know, there's work. a strike going on. We're a little out of. Yeah, I'm not reading scripts. We're not reading scripts anymore because no, our writers are on strike. Today. Can you tell? Yeah, me neither. Um, I couldn't. We belong to an amazing podcast network called Indiesaurus. You're listening to an Indiesaurus production. Check out some of their other content. Check them out. Check them out. And uh, you know what? Like hardcore, just Paramount Global. Go fuck yourself. Fuck you. Fuck you. You. Tuesday, um, yeah, we're just a fan podcast. Leave us alone. Tuesday was a solidarity strike for all the other unions. And so Samuel went out because Samuel's a part of IATSE, the, the mm-hmm. Editors Guild. Um, and so he went out and he was... IATSE he said, 700. He was three feet away from Tatiana Mislani. Um, and she is apparently very short, which... My husband is 5'7", so if he's saying she's short, then she's really short. Um, oh, my God, yeah. Don't tell me that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I already yeah. liked her. <laughs> I was going to say, Jan loves short girls. <laughs> and and uh, he saw Martin Sheen and Bradley Whitford and um, other celebs. So if you want to meet a celebrity, come pick it in uh sunny los angeles sunny for, los angeles california thanks for listening to k-t-o-h track to the t-t-h i just said t-o-h track how to the track to holiday t-t-h-d t-t-h-d t-t-h i don't know all right everyone have a fantastic day live long and prosper Live long and prosper. And for those without engineering brands, just vibe out. Vibe out. Computer. And for. Yeah, I just got rid of him. You spent virtually every free hour in the hollow suite. And for a while, I almost forgot he was a hologram. That means the holodeck safeties are off. Computer, execute complete shutdown of the holodeck. All holo simulations have been terminated.